The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, Don? What up, everybody? How y'all doing? Hope everyone is doing fine. I'm doing well. You can find Cast a Strong Style on the CSPN. You can find the CSPN on the web at CSPN.us. So, Anwar, we're here to talk about Dominion on today's show. Great card following up Best of the Super Juniors. We start off John Moxley versus Shota Amino. Moxley cuts Shota off with a release dump suplex, and he hits the Death Rider for the win. After the match, Moxley says that he wants to be a part of the G1. It, it was, it was, I was expecting it. I didn't expect the promo right there because they don't usually do those type of things in New Japan. They usually do it like maybe at, like behind the scenes or whatever during a press conference or whatever or something. But it was cool. It was cool. Honestly, like I I was shocked that what he did was Shota because I was like I was just, the whole way he was carrying Shota to the back. I was expecting him to do some cheap shit on him. But no, he didn't. He just took him to the back and helped him to the back and like showed that showed it got some early offense in on him in that match. But man, I liked it. It was nice and short. It got it, it told the story and got the hell on. The aftermath of Moxley taking Shota to the back is on YouTube on the New Japan World. YouTube page. It's also been tweeted out by the Razzlecast and Cancer Strong Style. Please watch that. It's about a two-minute little interview clip. <laughs> yeah, John Moxley's killing it right now, and uh, Shota Minu plays a, a a great sidekick in this. I don't know if he realized he was playing a sidekick in this, but yes, he's a great sidekick, so please check out that promo. Our next match, Shingo took on Kojima. So Shingo, after the best of the Super Juniors lost to Will Ospreay, said that he felt one of the reasons that he lost to Ospreay was because Ospreay had faced heavyweights and juniors, and he was more well-rounded. And Shingo said that he wanted to take on more heavyweights to be better prepared as well. So they gave him Kojima. The two men trade strikes. Shingo fires up and Kojima keeps firing back, but Shingo hits Made in Japan for a two count. The pumping bomber follows and the last of the dragon gets the win for Shingo. Shingo says he wants more heavyweights and that he also wants to be in this year's G1. It was a good bounce back match for Shingo to give back some of his heat that he lost that lost somewhere versus Osprey. And it was nice to hear him just say what he wanted 
he wanted in on the G1, and Adeshingo would give that 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 tournament even more buzz and more fire, and would give fresh matchups. I mean, put him in the same block with Ishii, put him in the same block with any number of people. Like, give me Shingo versus Ishii, give me Shingo versus Goto. Just give me, just give me all type of mixtures. I'm here for all of it. New fresh matches. That's what we want. I, Give the people what they need. I love the way that they were telling the story between the cozy lariat and the pumping bomber, mm-hmm. and how you know Kojima was standing up to the pumping bomber, but uh, Shingo was having a hard time standing up to the cozy lariat. I really like the way they were playing that up. Really good storytelling in a short amount of time. Good effort by Kojima. He looked in pretty good shape. And, and uh, Shingo brought a really good match to him. So I really enjoyed that. Next up, the legend Jushin Thunder Liger and Yoshihashi. They faced off against Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. Liger and Suzuki, they rolled to the floor. And Yoshihashi follows with the lariat. But Zack Sabre Jr. counters karma. They trade strikes, and Yoshihashi cradles Zack Sabre Jr. for the win. Ah, Tacos was slumming this match and only had a hot finish. He got the pin to get a title shot versus Zack Sabre Jr. Everybody else else in the match was great. I literally wanted to turn away and take a nap during Yoshihashi's portions of the match. And I'm a dude that is more pro Yoshihashi, but of all the people who can get a title shot at Zach, you give us fucking Yoshihashi. Come on, man. And where the fuck is my man Goto? Goto been on missing in action for like how long? Come on, man. It's been a couple of months here since we've seen Goto. You ever seen Goto since I think the end of April, man? Fuck, man. And then I got to see. Like, I don't want to see Goto versus Zack Sabre Jr. Like, that won't be a good match. Come on, bro. It ain't going to happen with with Yoshiaki. If it would have happened, it would have happened by now. So how many years? Come on, now. Every once in a while, he has an awesome match. But it's never consistent. Come on, dog. Do better. Tanahashi, Taguchi, and Jusha Robinson. They faced off against Jay White, Chase Owens, and Taji Ishimori. The Jew Heist connects on Tanahashi, but the Package Power Driver is countered. Juice Robinson hits the left hand of God, and that takes out Jay White on the outside. Tanahashi hits a pretty rough version of the final cut on Chase Owens and Tanahashi. Taguchi and Juice Robinson, they get the win. I like seeing Juice stay true to his new character and not dancing and having fun. I mean, I, I love that version of Juice, but I kind of like to see. I like I like the consistency he's shown with this new new like character or new path. And I also like something Chase did within the match was really smart and awesome. He Nails opposition, then grabbed Jay White, dragged him over to the corner, and tagged him, tagged, tagged into the match. And I was like, 
really fucking smart, man. Really smart. I just love smart shit like that. And love Tanahashi. Love Tanahashi. He's one of my favorite ever. It's getting it's kind of it's getting kind of hard to watch him sometimes because it's just we all you work that style, your body will break down, and people give shit for Nakamura for like phoning it in and taking the money and run. But I give I give Nakamura credit for knowing the fact that I'm this many years old and I know my body can't handle this shit much longer, so. I'm gonna just dip and grab the money and enjoy my best life, making money, not doing that much, and surfing. Looking like Nakamura was pretty smart to get the hell out of Dodge. Someone who works the style and whose body hasn't given up on him yet. Ishii challenged Taichi for the never open weight title. The brain buster from Ishii is countered. And Taichi follows with big time strikes, but Ishii hits the power bomb. He follows up with the sliding D, and he gets a two count. Ishii follows that up with the vertical drop brain buster, and Ishii is your new never open weight champion. Hey man, I was disappointed that that my man Taichi did not retain. I wanted him to be in G1 with the title. And it was kind of like, man, you let my man get a defense at least and shit before you just make him drop the title back. Come on, god damn it! But yeah, man, I love, I love Ishii. It was, it was a cool match that just, it had, I love like the, the little, like the way that Ishii screwed with him early by laying on the on on the ground, just daring him to come on and throw strikes at him. And it was just, it was just, it had its own unique air of all the matches on the card. And I always love that when on shows something, a couple things are just uniquely their own thing in a vacuum. And it was a cool-ass match. It was one of my favorite matches of the card, actually. So, yep. Ishii gets that title back after not having it for a long time. A long, time. long, long time. The Gorillas of Destiny is they're defending their IWGP tag team titles against Evil and Sonata. Jado, he pulls out the ref. He hits Evil and Sonata with the kendo stick, but Bushi makes the save, and he hits Jado with the mist. Bush, Bushi then wipes out Jado with the suicide dive, but the magic killer is fought off, and Tongaloa cradles Evil with a handful of tights, and the Gorillas of Destiny you get the win and defend their IWGP tag team titles. This is a match that I really don't need to see anymore. But I did like that it was it had it was a little bit different and it wasn't the same and it made it somewhat more digestible. It was kind of weird notice like seeing Tama again because he's beard he trimmed his beard and I was like looks younger or I kind of couldn't even really recognize him initially which just kind of threw me off but I get why like Evil Sonata did not win because him going into a tournament and you don't want to have your champions looking weak you're taking pinfall, a bunch of pinfalls so I get why they they didn't win and maybe it's part of a story that they are building with 
eventually like Sonata leaving LIJ or something. I don't know. Maybe it might be the ending of that tag team, but I can't see them ending that tag team because the tag division sucks, my dude. So, yeah, I just, it, it's a match that I legitimately thought about skipping before, before it came on. But it was all right. It was all right. I mean, GOD remains the champ champ. Yeah, they are the IWGP and the ROH Tag Team Champions. Then, my guy, Shibata, he comes out. The entrance music is the best. And yeah, I love it. He's pointing, and it's like, yeah, it's you, Shibata. You're going to come back, you're going to tell me you're going to wrestle. But he's still pointing. And out comes Kenta. Shabata says Kenta is here. And then Kenta introduces himself. He thanks Shabata for the opportunity. And Kenta says he wants to be a part of this year's G1. Kenta. Let me let me let me put this in front for y'all. Kenta means a lot to a lot of us who are Noah fans or just love like him and that tag team with Marafuji back in the day. Or just them singles wise in No is just Kenta is special. You guys never got to see that Kenta when you was in in America. <laughs> I mean, yeah, y'all never really got to see that Kenta. And hopefully we get to see him again. He used his friendship with Shibata to, like, bargain. Like, he has other friends in New Japan, too. So, But I, it, it shocked me because in Japan, it's like you are loyal to your company that you came in with. And... This right here is it's looked at as not being loyal, but but it was five years and the Noah that Kenta left no longer exists and I get it. He's trying to make as much money as he can before he has to retire because he only has only so many more years left to wrestle at a high level and make as much money. He's not necessarily gonna get that money and Noah and I, I like some. I like no. Noah's one of my. I, I'm gonna keep it real. I love Noah more than I love New Japan. Like growing, like when I was watch, started watching because I'm a fan of like all all Japan greats, and they a lot of those all Japan greats moved on and formed Noah. So it's like Noah is like Noah is my heart, even though it's not the same Noah. So it's. It's, it's, it's tough. It, I definitely feel for those fans that are hardcore Noah fans and felt the kind of way about seeing Kenta come back like that and go to New Japan and also do it on the day of one of Masawa's memorial shows. It's like, God damn it. That's just, that's, that, hit, that hits hard multiple levels, but it is what it is. I I kind of think he could have did the memorial shows and then on one of the Kazuna Road shows they could have like 
just made the announcement, but I get what they were doing. I don't think it was malicious because I just don't think it. I don't think it was mean spiritedness. It's just it, that's timing how it played out. But yeah, man, yeah, man. It's like it's gonna be dope to see Kenta like back in Japan doing wrestling like how he wants to wrestle. So very much that's 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 very big for me and a lot of us. So yeah, Kenta's awesome. If you don't know about Kenta in Japan, you need to just hit up one of his match guys and just dig through like those matches and you'll find a lot of gems and you'll thank me for it later. Dragon Lee, he faced off against Will Ospreay in the defense of Dragon Lee's IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Desnikadora is countered. We get a hook kicked by Will Ospreay, followed by another. The Hidden Blade connects, followed by the Super Oz Cutter into the Stormbreaker. And Will Ospreay is the new junior heavyweight champion. So Will Ospreay follows up his best of the Super Juniors win by winning the actual junior heavyweight championship. So now he's got a lot of hardware he's got to carry to the ring for the next few months. Congratulations to Young Will. This was my favorite match of the card. The bump that he did with Dragon Lee on the outside that wiped out Milano Collection AT. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That was nuts and crazy and awesome. And I hope they gave Milano some money for taking that bump because, goddamn, but. The crowd was chanting Milano. Yeah, they were they were chatting because they knew they saw it. It's just it was awesome. It was awesome. My favorite match on the card, and I enjoyed Dragon Lee's vacation in New Japan. I know he's going back to TML full time, and I wish the young man nothing well, but 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 good good things because he's an amazing wrestler. So yeah, like no no shade on Dragon Lee. He's awesome. He's only twenty four, so it's ridiculous. He's amazing, man. So, yeah, man, I'm like, great, after, great, great, great match. Great match. After the match, in a show of respect, Dragon Lee straps the title on Osprey, and then Will Osprey challenges Robbie Eagles, gives him a title shot in Melbourne, coming up on the tour that's coming up soon down there. I like that he did that because he wanted to get revenge for the loss that he had in Best of Super Juniors, showing that like everything matters and, and pays off in different ways over time if you keep paying attention. I also like by them doing that, it also creates more issues within Bullet Club and heat between Robbie and that dickhead El Fantasma. So... Because El Fantasmo got a legitimate complaint, like, can't make a complaint that, hey, I beat both of you fuckers in the tournament, and I don't get a title shot, but Robbie gets a title shot? So just keep an eye on that. That's that's something that caught my eye, too. It's like, that's one of those payoffs if you just keep pay attention to stuff. So, yeah, man, that was cool. That was cool. Koda Ibushi versus Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental title. Both men are down. They battle to their feet. Abushi charges in and he eats an Integuri. Naito hits the reverse Tornado DDT for a two count. 
Naito fires up, and the Destino is countered. But then Naito counters into a reverse Rana. So nasty. And Valentina follows for two count. Destino connects, and Naito pins Kota Ibushi, and Naito is your new Intercontinental Champion. They kind of had no choice but to go back to the title, get the title back on Naito, because, like, I think if if if, if Ibushi would have beaten him one more time, that would have been three times in one year, and I think four times overall in their last like head-to-head singles matches. That's that's too much, man. So I by doing this, this puts the title back on Naito, opens up his dream of being double champ, and just gives him something to do. Even though it, once it gets G one time, it don't be no defenses. So will is just he probably won't. It, it see me seeing him win this match makes me wonder like like okay does this open up more of an opportunity for Bushi to win G one because in my head it's like it's Naito's year he's gonna he's gonna do it do do it so by him like why Bushi dropping this I was like oh no and we were making all them jokes about how many times they would drop their drop each other on their head and it would be a drinking game. Whew, they got a lot of people feeling a certain type of way with that match right there, but they always doing this shit. That apron bump was just stupid as hell. It was unnecessary and really need to stop that crazy shit because not only are there potentially hurting themselves and risking their affecting their health long-term wise. They, it's some young people out there are going to be looking at that shit and going to try to do that stuff. Cause they see as things escalate, you got to go bigger. And when you go bigger, people get fucked up. So it's like, you can still have a great match and not do that crazy shit right there. Cause Another awesome match was I watched, like, like after it was Cedric Alexander versus Kota Ibushi from Cruiserweight Classic, and that was a great fucking match, and they didn't do none of that crazy shit. So you could have a great match and not do it. It's just something about Naito and Ibushi, when they get together, they just bring the fucking worst out of each other. So keep them two away from each other for a long time. <laughs> Um, so many things stood out in this match. Like you said, if you're not used to seeing these two men wrestle each other, they kind of watered it down a little bit in New York, I think. (laughs) Because this was their normal fare for like, yep, first like three minutes, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's on their neck already, like, ouch. And then, like you said, the 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 apron bump was just scary, and like yikes, you know, there's probably two years off of somebody's career right there. But what was very interesting was after it's all said and done, and the Destino connects, and the pinfall has been registered, and the young boys are coming in, and they got the ice packs on. They both have each other's wrists or each other's hands, basically. 
and they're like locked together and they're like holding on to each other. And it's kind of like, you know, it's like, I think it was what they called the office. Like they were just kind of letting each other know they're, they're good. Mm. But then uh, after the match, Naito gets up and Abushi's still down and he steps on his head and poses with the title. <laughs> but you guys think about the history of Naito and Osaka too, because they were giving him the business. Yeah, that's really giving him the business, like on at that show, and it just fueled him to be even more of a dickhead. So I kind of like when Naito's a dickhead now. So this was my favorite match on the show. I, I agree that Will Osprey and Dragon Lee had the best match on the show, but that was my personal favorite. So you just like seeing people drop drop each other on the head, huh? There's just intensity that they wrestle with, man, every time. It's like every time they go hard. It's like never is it fair. It's like when I sit down and I watch this match, I know exactly what's about to happen, and it's just like hopefully nobody gets hurt. It's kind of like when Dragon Lee wrestles Hiromu. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you just you just hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it was my second favorite match on the card. Main event of the evening time: the Rainmaker Okada defends his IWGP Heavyweight Title against the self-proclaimed Painmaker Chris Jericho. Jericho counters the Rainmaker into the walls of Jericho. Okada fights, but Jericho pulls him back to the center of the ring and he transitions into the Lion Tamer. Okada manages to counter out and he escapes. Okada runs into an exposed turnbuckle and the Judah effect is countered into a cradle by Okada and Okada gets the win. After the match, Jericho attacks and hits Okada with a chair shot, and he finally lands the Judas effect. Jericho takes Okada to the floor, and he wraps the chair around his neck, and he runs him into the post. Jericho is about to powerbomb Okada through a table, and that's when Tanahashi, who's doing commentary, leaps over the barrier and makes the save and runs off Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho grabs the mic, and he says he always wins and he is the greatest of all time, even in this bullshit country of Japan. I'll see you soon, Okada. Happy championship, bitch. I like when he called him Bakahashi. Like Bakahashi. <laughs> like in Japanese, Baka means I think it's, it's fool or stupid. I think it's idiot. <laughs> but basically, he called him an idiot. <laughs> And I was like, they, I knew, I saw what they were trying to do. And I was waiting for, like, Tanahashi to make his move. And he did. I like this match more than other people did. And I get why they didn't, like, some people didn't like it. Because it's kind of hard to come after those last two matches and then kind of do this. And you have to live up to the fact of the last couple of Dominion made events have been two of the greatest matches of all time. So it's kind of, you got a lot to live up to, and it didn't live up to that level, but it was still a good match. I I like it. Even Jericho was even doing more wrestling moves, and not just he was mixing it with the brawl, and I liked it. And he, 
it was a straight up hill. So I I enjoyed the main event and I get why Osaka booed the shit out of them as the show ended because they're used to like a go home promo and if they would at least gave Tanahashi the mic cut a go home promo, they would have saved themselves from that booing. But hey man, they they chose to go that route. It was really strange to see like hear see that and hear it. Like, cause I'm I don't ever see that from Japan. So that tell you how unsatisfied they were with that fucking finish and maybe even that main event. I like the main event as well. I like the story. Uh, I don't know if you watch Japanese commentary or American commentary, but I like the story that they told where Okada was like, you know, he knew Jericho was going to try to come out here and brawl with him, and he did. And But he was like, you know, I can out-wrestle him. And he yep. beat him with, uh, you know, a move that was not his finisher, which ended up proving that, yes, he did out-wrestle him. And uh, the the flying Okada um, body press over the rail that got turned into the code breaker. That was pretty sick. (laughs) That was pretty sick. And then, like you said, they did some great building of the next program. You know, they Jericho's a master of, you know, kind of finishing one program and building the next one right on top of it. So. Tanahashi's been on his list, so they just figure out a way to get Tanahashi and Jericho in a little bit of mix up. They don't touch, but they got just close enough where everybody's like, Yep, I want to see it. Yep, yep, you're right. And just masterful job by Jericho. Um, Like I say, every time he does something in Japan, he just gets to be his psycho punk rock alter ego and it's great it's fun it's different the the match is going to be different it's going to make a lot of sense more than likely he's going to bring out a side of a Japanese wrestler that you haven't seen before because most of these guys are technical wrestlers they're not really brawlers or fighters and Jericho kind of makes them have to pull out a different gear and he can keep up with them and then you know at the end of it you're going to see a great you know, transition and angle on top of it most of the time. So you can't ask for much more than that. I will push back on they're not more tech like going to be doing brawling and fighting because I damn sure seen Ishii, Goto, and fucking Suzuki brawl. Oh well, yeah, seen, well, and, and Jer- well, you know Jericho ain't Jericho ain't running up against them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm talking more of the main event guys. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, Jericho. Jericho evil, knows. Evil, evil could slow down though. Evil was putting hands on him. Yeah, that was a that was a good. Now that was a match where a older guy saw a guy and was like, "I could wrestle him and make him twice as big." Even though he was gaining momentum, he was like, "If we wrestle, I can make him huge." And evil's, you know, it, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. And people will say, hey, yes, that's one of Evil's top three matches in New Japan and came against the old last man and Chris Jericho. But if, you know, some of these like him and Dustin Rhodes were talking, it's like there's not too many of those guys left. And so they got to do all that they can and spread as much of what they know to as many people 
as they can. So, you know, the correct way of how to do this without killing yourself and taking all these risks and all that stuff can be passed along because, you know what I'm saying, the type of people that know how to do it that way are getting phased out. And like you said, people are going bigger to get, you know, a third of the reaction that they should. And the next thing that happens after that is people go too big and then you get hurt. Yep. And we don't want Will Ospreay to be one of those guys that, like, Chris Jericho sat him down and was like, look, do you want to be Dynamite or do you want to be Dynamite Kid? It's your choice. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I mean... And if you're a young person, you're like, oh, shut up, old man. But think about the person that's talking to you. Obviously, this person sees your talent, sees what you can be, sees what you can do right now. The fact that he's taking the time to say some shit to you means he realizes how special you can be and are. So maybe, just maybe, listen sometimes. It's all right to listen sometimes. Yeah, it's all right to listen sometimes. So that brings us to the end of our Dominion review. And Warstar Starwin said that Dragon Lee versus Will Ospreay was his match of the night. My personal match of the night, Kota Ibushi versus Naito. Uh, give us your feedback about what you thought was your match of the night from the Dominion card. Uh, they set up the G1, got a lot of interest Ginned uh, up for that with Kenta, Shingo, and our man John Moxley all declaring that they want to be a part of this year's tournament. So the announcement will be coming up soon here during the next tour, the Kiza Road Tour. They'll start announcing the participants and then the blocks, and we'll find out who will all be taking place in this G1's tournament. So hopefully, Will Osprey can get in there. I don't know. If that's going to happen or not, because Super J Cup's coming up and uh, he may be in that since he's the champion. And that's going to actually be in America in August. They're going to have a three day West Coast, uh, Washington, California and California, I think, are the dates on that. It's going to end up in Long Beach for the finals. So Juice and Thunder Liger is going to be in charge of that. I don't know if he's going to be a part of it, but he's going to be the one, um, you know, overseeing that project here in America when that comes. And uh, I think it's like the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th of August, or 21st, 22nd, 24th, something like that. At this point, Anwar, anything else you'd like to add before we go to shout-outs and thank yous? I just want to add, like... um I I was just kind of messing around on Twitter yesterday and I noticed like a Cedric Alexander said something and it's like I can still wrestle, can I? And then I and I just came in and said, Yeah, you can still wrestle. We remember we were, we remember Obushi versus Alexander from the CWC and a lot of people I guess it it, it kinda of reminded of people about that match and I'm keep getting hit up with likes, so I mean Cedric has had other awesome matches, and I think it's cool to just build people up, and because sometimes you might just be saying shit 
But sometimes you might be feeling a little down or whatever. So if you can send some goodwill to other people with no real reason, no ulterior motives, try to do that. Like, as far as Cedric, I mean, as far as other awesome matches for him, make sure you got a way to look up the matches versus Buddy Murphy from 205 Live and even the match versus Roderick Strong that was part of, like, I think the Cruiserweight Tart Class. The Cruiserweight Tournament for a shot at um, the vacant title at, at WrestleMania last year. So those matches, I think he had even some good stuff with Drew Gulak. So just look those joints up and then asking that man's talent because he's talented, bro. He's just he's not getting a lot of love like a lot of people <laughs> in WWE. But but that that just I just want to send out some like recommendations and. For a shout out, shout out to Wesley Doe, um, Mine Mosette, Jupiter Julep, Ninja Ass, um, shout out to Moto, who be in the wind, but it's always love here, and shout out to Terry Boy, cause he, he loyal as fuck, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> be up, he be up, I love you. Tweet with us, so shout out to Terry Boy, man. I'd like to give a shout out to my man, Anwar Starwin. Really good words of encouragement. Thanks for reaching out to my man, Cedric Alexander. I got to witness one of those matches with Buddy Murphy in person here in Raleigh for 205 Live. Yeah, man, those boys tore it down that night. Um, Give a shout out to everybody again who listens to the WrestleCast, Cast a Strong Style. Please support the CSPN, support our sponsors. Uh, on the website, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Support one of our sponsors, uh, Amazon, Blue Apron, Busted Tees, Audible. There's something for everybody. Check out Anwar Starwin's thoughts on other things besides New Japan Pro Wrestling on the Dark Match. You can find the Dark Match on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. And there's merch for the WrestleCast on our Teespring store, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash CSPN. So please support the CSPN in all those different areas. Uh, Once again, check out the what we're watching hashtag. Check out uh, some matches from the best of the super juniors and also check out our favorite matches from Dominion. Uh, If you don't have New Japan, this is a way that you can be in the loop. Uh, and watch the individual matches if you don't have the time to watch the whole show. So please always try to diversify your wrestling watching because WWE is in a rut right now and there's a lot of good stuff going on if you just look for it a little bit. So on that note, for my co-host, Anwar Starwin, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, Cast of Strong Style. Strong style. Strong style.